everybody. Welcome to the Dream Life Podcast. I'm Tiffany Paul. I'm a mom, wife, and entrepreneur, and of course, dreamer. Join me here each week to have conversations about what it means to create the life of your dreams. To me, a dream life is about so much more than just the stuff we have or the things we've accomplished or achieved. It's really about a feeling. It's about creating a life that we love living. And I do think it's possible to enjoy the journey on our way to these big dreams we have for ourselves. Why wait? But I also know it isn't easy. So join me here each week to talk about it. I'll be sharing the ups and the downs of creating a dream life. Get ready to get real, dream big, and feel good. This is the Dream Life Podcast. everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Dream Life Podcast. So this week I shared with you, I was feeling really heartbroken for a friend of mine who was working through infertility and just had her second round of IVF and it didn't go as planned. And I was also on my friend's podcast, um, Elizabeth King, who has a fertility podcast called Pretty Little Tribe, sharing my story. So it was truly just a week where this infertility stuff was up in my energetic field. And I was really reflecting a lot on my journey. And being on the other side of it, I thought maybe it would be helpful to share the things that worked most and helped me and the lessons I learned so that anybody going through this could have a little insight on maybe what could be on the other side of this journey. And I know that so many struggle with, you know, trying to conceive. And while it's always a challenging thing, I feel like right now it's got to feel even more challenging because the hardest part about trying to conceive and not having luck from my perspective, was a feeling of being out of control. Like I couldn't figure out why this was happening to me. And it came so easy to everybody else. And it took me three years to conceive my first. And so feeling out of control and dealing with the devastation and getting your hopes up and the loss and all of that during a time that is so crazy and energetically draining, I can't even imagine how difficult it might be. So I wanted to dedicate today's episode to anyone out there who is struggling to conceive. And um, I'm just going to share what worked for me and hopefully something might land for you. And so the first thing that really worked well for me is that the same time that we were trying to conceive, I was also starting my first business in the travel space. And so having that project to work on and kind of channel my creative forces and my energy into feeling like I had like a project I could control and work on outside of just trying to make a baby was a saving grace. And I don't think I necessarily even realized it at the time, but I do look back and wonder like how I managed so well that first year of not getting pregnant. And it was because at the same time I had started a business. And the idea behind that was I thought, well, once I have a newborn, I'm never going to be able to start a business. So I might as well start it now or I'm never going to probably get something off the ground. So I wasn't necessarily like trying to distract myself from trying to get pregnant because obviously I didn't know at first I would have trouble conceiving, but I thought it might take some time. I'm pregnant for nine months. So this will be something else to kind of mark off my dreams that I have on my heart. And I've always dreamed of having my own business. And so it just felt like the right time. 
And so for you, that might not be a business, but is there something else creatively you can channel your energy into, like a YouTube channel or writing a book for yourself or poetry or redecorating your house or creating a podcast or, you know, whatever it is, is there something that you can create here in the physical world that you can control and have your hands in and put your energy towards that lights you up and distracts you? Because looking back on that time, I literally don't think, I think I would have probably been all consumed with the fact that I wasn't getting pregnant if I didn't have that business. So that has really helped me. And in fact, you know, I'm using that same tactic here in the pandemic where, you know, my businesses were struggling just because of the current climate and mentally I've been, you know, challenged because of everything going on. And so that was part of the reason I started this podcast. This podcast was a source of joy, a way I could express my creative energy in a positive manner. And it's been life saving. There are so many days that just feel hard. And having this to look forward to has been just a source of joy. So obviously, if you create something and you start doing it, and let's say you don't like it, well, then stop. It needs to be something you do that you create that you're loving. And for example, before I started this podcast, I thought, you know, maybe it would just be fun to get on Instagram and just do some like weekly videos with, you know, whatever is on my mind. And I actually really didn't like being on video. I felt like so so much pressure to be like, I have to put myself together for the day and I just didn't really like being on video. So I I shifted into podcasting shortly after that. But just to give you an idea of like, let's say you have an idea of something you might like to create. Don't stick with it just to distract yourself if it becomes a burden or it becomes draining. When you are trying to become pregnant, it's so energetically draining in and of itself. So don't let whatever you're going to create be a source of, you know, draining you and stress and a burden. It should be uplifting and inspirational and fun and a distraction. So that would be the very first thing that worked really well for me. The second thing I did is that I put my mental well-being and my emotional health like at the top of my to-do list. So I was going above and beyond to schedule time with girlfriends and do things that I loved and just really take care of myself, exercising, getting into therapy, and just making sure that I was taking care of myself. And I'm going to be keep it real, real right now, is that there? it was like I was in so much self-preservation mode during that time. And also I had my corporate job and my business that there was this like a little bit of a negative side effect to our my marriage because working on protecting myself and my mental well-being because I'm the one you're taking the supplements I'm the one having the shots I'm the one going to the doctor's appointments so I really had to preserve my energy and it did have a little bit of a negative effect on our marriage and the fact that obviously trying to conceive is challenging and so you can just when when two people are stressed out you're obviously going to be bickering at each other more same with this pandemic right we see all those couples under stress now and they're fighting more and and it's a hard thing for marriages when both people are stressed out and then for me I really had to just make sure that I was taking care of myself and so that meant less energy going to my husband yeah like the things we would do were like together like we'd go to dinners and we'd go wine tasting and we'd have fun together so it's not like we weren't having fun or our marriage was in trouble that's not what I'm talking about 
But I'm telling you, I had to take care of myself and my mental well-being like above my marriage in ways. And so you don't want to cause irreversible damage here, right? But at the same time, I want you to know just how important it is that you put yourself first because as much as you guys are in it together, it is your body. It is you are the one having to go through all of this and you need to make sure that your mental and emotional well-being is taken care of. So if that's time for yourself with friends and sometimes it's just like you needed, I needed more alone time. And I actually, like in the middle of our IUI rounds, I booked a solo trip to Bali. I was just like, I need to get out of here and just be by myself because You know, it was just all about making sure I was okay. And this energy of taking care of yourself and putting yourself first is something that's going to be so helpful when you do have kids because you hear of so many moms who are like losing themselves in motherhood or can't figure out how to prioritize themselves or they feel guilty about prioritizing themselves ahead of their kids. And I have never had that. And I think so much of it comes from the three years that we were trying to conceive. And I really had to put myself first. And even though I was a worse wife in that respect, because it was an extreme situation, in current times, when I take care of myself, I am a better wife and a better mom and just a better me. And so getting into that habit of like claiming that time for yourself and asking for what you need is really important. And I also just want to say like as someone who's been married for almost nine years and together since I was 19, so how many years is that? I don't know, 15? Life happens. And there are times in your marriage where you are strong and connected and having fun. And there are times when one of you is going to be going through something and naturally your marriage is going to feel a little more rocky or unstable because when you're going through something, you're not going to show up as your best self. And so I don't want to say rocky as in like you're not going to make it, but it's just the dynamic is different because I've gone through tough times and my husband's always been there for me. So it was like the marriage was always steady, but it was like our, our connection was just a little different at that time. And so again, being together for so long, I've experienced those periods where we've had both of us doing well and those times are usually our marriages doing the best. And those times when we've both been going through a tough time and those two times to me would be when we were trying to have a baby and then this pandemic, that's been the toughest time on our marriage. And so I think it's like have a little grace on yourself and that that's just like how marriages go. Like how are you supposed to be like the best couple ever when you're both struggling, you know, both going through hard times. And to give you a little insight as to like our current challenges, it's not just the pandemic, but when I left my corporate job two years ago, he actually left his longtime job of like 10 years too. So we actually both made career moves at the same time. And he did not like his new company. And I decided that I wanted to pull back on my travel business and start a new business. So I pivoted to the next business slept. He went to another company, a new company. So then we both pivoted again. And so there has been a lot of change and uncertainty and instability in our lives. And then a pandemic layered over that. And then two small kids layered over that and no family out here. So You know, I want to keep it real that it's not always perfect over here. We just don't talk about like those like fluctuations. Like why would our marriage be perfect and going so great right now? And there are days that it's great, right? 
But there are also days where it's just a challenge. And that's part of marriage. And that's also what makes it beautiful is that you can look back on this 15-year journey together and see all these highs and all these lows and how you have been there for each other and grown as people and supported each other through everything in their life in the darkest days and toughest times you've been there for each other. And so we look back on that time as like we made it, even though at the time we were not like so connected. And so just give yourself some grace if there is any sort of like impact on your relationship and don't add that on top of a pandemic, trying to have a baby and wondering if you're going to get divorced. Um, That's very normal and just stick with it. And, you know, if you need to get some therapy, some outside help, please do. And I remember, you know, my husband and I have always kind of popped into therapy here and there just, you know, we kind of go round and round on the same topic. We just like a neutral party to help point us in the right direction. And I remember this time where he was like, it was around year two of trying and end of year two. And he was like, I think we should get into therapy again just to, you know, make sure, you know, we're all good. And I remember looking at him and saying like, I don't have anything left to give between the job and the business and trying to have the baby. I didn't have it in me to go and figure out my marriage on top of that. So if you're like, oh my God, I can't deal with that right now, I get it. I was you. I didn't take initiative to do that. But initiative for me looked like, let's spend more time together. Let's have more physical touch or words of affirmation or whatever. Um, You know, some improvements we can make in our relationship. It's not like I just wasn't trying, but I didn't have it in me to go figure this out. Because I also think I knew at its root was this infertility stress that was layering over us. It was just a tough time in our life. So just honor that that might be the truth for you. And so the last thing that um, was really helpful for me is that you are not like broken or there's nothing wrong with you because you're having a challenge conceiving. I know the very first time you start to realize it's a problem, it's really easy to feel like there's something wrong with you. Like biologically, we should be able to do this and it comes so easy for everybody else and people are accidentally getting pregnant and then, you know, everywhere you look, there's like these pregnancy announcements and then you see the person who just got married and like three months later, they're announcing their pregnancy and it's like heartbreaking. And so it's it's hard to keep in perspective that it is so common and it's just part of your journey. It's not who you are. I had to coach myself and get to a point during those three years of trying to conceive that this would not define me, whether or not I could conceive, whether or not I had a baby biologically. I feel like I always knew I'd have a baby, but I was like, if I have to adopt or, you know, whatever, I'm going to make it work. But I wasn't going to let it define me or my life. I wasn't going to slow down my life waiting for something. And I certainly wasn't going to wrap my entire identity into my inability to have a baby. And when you are a mother, this is such an important skill to have, being able to remind yourself, I am an individual outside of being a mom, or the job title you have, or the success you have, or fill in the blank, X, Y, Z. The essence of who you are and the character traits you hold are who you are, not just because you can or cannot have a baby. So learning that now, you are just going to be a better 
mother when your babies do come because you are going to remember that motherhood does not define you, that you are an individual outside of being their mother and you're going to know how to put yourself first and put your energy towards things that you love because it fills you up. And you're going to always remember how important it is to focus on what you can control and channel that energy into positive projects and opportunities and experiences. Because where your focus goes, your energy flows, right? The more you sit in the misery of the job you hate, of the fact that you can't conceive, of the whatever, the more it grows. And I'm not saying your job doesn't suck and it's not hard to conceive, but when you put your energy and your focus towards something positive, at least you're splitting your energy between the thing that sucks and the thing that you love. So it doesn't make the thing suck any less. There's always going to be that thing in life that takes our energy and is no fun. But when we sit in it all day long, that's where it magnifies. And we never want to sit in that negative energy too long. It's not about being high vibe and positive all the time, but it is about consciously redirecting your focus and your energy into something that's going to fuel you and make you feel happier and more excited and joyful and energized and not just sitting in the emotions of negativity and exhaustion and hopelessness and despair. So you have to actively choose where you can put that energy. There is so many opportunities to find joy and refocus your attention and make the best of these tough times. I'm here with you guys. It is not easy I have to fight each and every day to find joy. Even the old things that felt good just kind of don't feel as good some days because there is so much stress and so much going on in the world and so much has changed and I have to fight for the joy and go out of my way to find those moments. So whether that's an ice latte or a coffee with a friend or a walk outside or a trip somewhere Like find those moments of joy that are within your control and that is a life skill that will always serve you through any challenge. So I hope that any of these tips that help me might resonate with you and being on the other side of this, I really can now see how many of those things that I learned during that tough time I'm now implementing and using into in this current challenge because they've been integrated as a part of who I am. And so I know it can be challenging to see any sort of blessing or good specifically around infertility because you're like, well, fuck this. Like, I just want a baby. I don't want to be more positive or more patient or learn a lesson. I just want a baby. But the reality of someone who's been through it, I did learn these important lessons in life. And I did learn patience. I'm still a very impatient person. Can you imagine how I was? five years ago, like crazy impatient. Um, actually, it'd be eight years ago, we started trying. Um, so, you know, there's always good that can come of any situation, even if you can't see it right now. And so I just want to give you hope that, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel, no matter what your journey looks like. It might be longer and harder than you, you thought, but there is an end. And this is just a part of your journey and you are strong enough to keep going. And this does not define you. And just keep going. I had my second one literally with no fertility help at all, like no medication, no IUI, nothing. 
three months after we started trying, she just came naturally. So there is hope if you're going through a tough um, pregnancy this round, you know, the second one could be easy. There is just no one journey, no one path. And I hope that you just remember that you're not alone. I will link my friend's uh, podcast in the show notes, Pretty Little Tribe. If you do want to tune in for some more fertility content, she also does coaching for women who are going through miscarriages or, you know, trying to conceive and just need, you know, a little extra guidance with mind, body and soul connection during this challenging time. So my heart is with you. And this baby will come in one way, shape, or form. It is on the way. Have the faith. Keep your hopes up. Keep on going and keep on dreaming big. You got this. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you're enjoying it so far, could you do me a quick favor and write a review? Even if you're like the type of person that never writes reviews, it'll take like just one minute. Reviews really help out a new podcast like mine get visibility. And plus, I want to hear what you think. In fact, if you screenshot your review and DM it to me on Instagram at Dream Life Podcast, I will give you a $10 credit towards my online sleep shop, thesleplife.com. And you can pick out something amazing to add to your bedtime routine as my way of saying thank you. So please write a review. Make sure you're subscribed so that you are notified each and every time a new episode drops. And don't forget, keep on dreaming big. You got this. Thank you.